It's gonna be May. December. That's a that's a better that's a better bit than I was expecting when you said I wasn't gonna like this bit. Because it's so stupid. You I do stupid bits a lot and you're like, that's dumb, and you move on. That wasn't dumb. I like that one. You could have just done it and I would have been like, oh yeah, I get it. Oh. That's not that stupid. It's gonna be May, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome back to a very long conversation about movies and art and TV, whatever else we feel like talking about. I have allergies, and my name is Sam Bannigan. And I also have allergies, but I just call them Mondays. And I'm Andrew <laughs> Thomas. Uh, how, how are you doing, Andrew? How was your week? Had a good Post- week. I watched Napoleon. a lot of things. Watched so many a lot things. Of, what what things? I watched The Abyss. Okay. James Cameron's Abyss and Dolby Atmos Theaters. It didn't start okay. for 45 minutes. I was sitting there waiting. The projector was broken. I walked into the theater. I used to work for AMC. And I just saw mm-hmm. the lights up. That I was like, oh, I already know. I already. <laughs> it's going to be an hour. I someone yeah. just didn't download the movie. Someone yeah. <laughs> just forgot and didn't download yeah. it. It was a one night yeah. only event. <sighs> so you sat there for forty five minutes. Yeah, and then towards waiting. the end, I looked to the guy to my right, and I was so convinced. I was so convinced it was John Stewart. I was like, "Is that?" <laughs> and I was so mad at myself that I was like, "I was sitting next to this guy for forty five minutes. It was John Stewart." <laughs> Was it? <laughs> no, at the end I was like, <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> but I kept looking over at him. I'm like, you can't look at people during movies. You can't just, you can't, re- <laughs> you you can't have just, to just do that side eye. <laughs> and from my side, I lowered my seat further back in the recliner just to, I think that's him. <laughs> uh, this is great. Uh, then I saw Godzilla minus one. Okay, which was crazy. It's a good movie. Okay, I think you'd like it. Okay. Uh, then saw the movie we're about to talk about, so I'll just skip right over that. Um, uh, <laughs> I saw Rachel Bloom's uh one woman show. Uh, this. Yesterday. Okay. It was quite good. If you're Great. in the New York area, Rachel Bloom, death, let me finish my show. Go see it. I recommend it. It's a fun... Are you a, are you a Rachel Bloom fan? I am a fan Generally? of hers. I do not... The, when I watched it, I watched, I think, the whole first season, if not the whole first season, at least a good chunk of it, of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And it wasn't my yeah. thing. I just... But... Every time I've seen her pop up in something, any even like red carpets, like stuff like that, she's always been a great entertainer mm. and performer. And Kelly was like, "Do you want to see this?" I was like, "If you, I'll go, yeah, of course." <laughs> <laughs> this isn't someone I'm like. Ah, I'd rather do comedy. Yeah, there are people who I'd just rather do comedy. You, you go. 
But yeah, that's fair. Rachel Bloom, I I've always been a fan from afar. Now I'm I want to see if I can do Crazy Ex Girlfriend again. Maybe I'll like it this yeah. time. A whole maybe newfound appreciation. Yeah. So that's very been my possible. Week. And then just work it. How fun. Sorry, I was looking at Rachel Bloom's IMDb to see if I had seen anything else she was in. The answer is, no, I haven't. How's your week been? Uh, good. I also have, uh, or no, I have the opposite. I have not watched a whole lot of stuff. Been playing um, stuff? Been playing some stuff. Been playing... Uh, some Mario's, some uh, Cyberpunks. Um, did you watch the Video Games Awards? I did watch the Video Game Awards, and they were fine and weird. And the Video Game Awards are always kind of weird. I saw a statistic today that it said out of the entire show, I think only 18% of it was actual awards, and the other... Uh, 82% were commercials and ads for upcoming video games. <laughs> Which, like, everyone is kind of, like, aware of that's that's how the VGAs work, but it was just, like, a wild thing to be like, yeah, less than a fifth of this show was actually the awards. I wonder what that ratio is with the Tonys. The Tonys do something like that. They have a musical number mainly to say, hey, if you're in New York this summer, go see the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's higher with with the, the video Tonys. game. No, I'm I'm sure the Tonys have more time for the awards than the, the video numbers. game awards. Yeah, because the video game awards, like, it, it kind of everything in video games is always just like this is just ads. Like we're we're all aware that this is just ads. The show. And it's just, which ads do you want to watch? Like, when it was E3, it was like, okay, so you can watch the Xbox Showcase, you can watch the PlayStation, or the Sony Showcase, you can watch the Ubisoft Showcase, you can watch Bethesda Showcase, you can watch Day of the Devs, you can watch all Nintendo's thing. And it's just like, cool, you're going to watch this hour to hour and a half long press conference sort of thing, like press showing. That just happens to be streamed to everybody, which means it's just a bunch of commercials and like developers coming out and being like, we made this game because we wanted to push the limits of what the hardware could do. And then you just see another video game that looks just like all the other video games that you've been seeing for the past 45 minutes. But then you go, but this one looks like it's cool for me. And then you go, I'm going to write it down so I remember it and, and buy it when it comes out. So video games are just a lot of ads. Like, it's just, that's just kind of the culture. Um, I saw my best friend Gonzo. He he presented yes. something. Gonzo was on there. He he uh, fucked a chicken. Well, he ran around with a chicken, implying that they were going to go fuck. That's what he does. <laughs> that's what he does. Um, another great case for the Muppets to host the Oscars, if I'm honest. Just every time they do it. They had Animal on last year. It's great. I love the I deal they have. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know how they're doing it, but they keep doing my it. guys relevant. Yeah, Warner uh, Brothers just completely destroyed Looney Tunes. Come on, can't go. lose the Muppets. Yeah. Um, 
and Jordan Peele is working on a video game with Hideo Kojima. I heard. I Justin told me it would be something that's like playable for me. Potentially. Yeah, probably. I mean, Hideo Kojima makes really weird games, so I don't know. Like weird, like not just weird in in like story and and content wise, but like mechanically weird. Like you have to play video games in a weird way. Go, yeah. You know, I heard that what Jordan Pill said. He said it's not a movie. It's not a video game. It's going to be a weird combination of both. Yeah, I mean, motherfuckers say a lot of weird shit <laughs> like at the video game awards. Like it's a video, it's gonna be a video game. They're like, trying to pitch you. Don't forget it. Yeah, the trailer was like mocap footage. Like it was really weird. Okay. Yeah. I'll still check it out. I like sure. Jordan yeah. I, yeah, I like Jordan Peele. What is I like, it called? I like Kojima. Uh, it's called Odd. Odd. Or Od. I don't know if it's pronounced it's just the letters od but i don't know if it's pronounced odd or od oh okay i can't remember for they said it at one point during the thing but i can't remember um what else what else happened this week oh i've been watching Season, I finished uh, the latest season of Sunny, season 16. Oh, what'd you think? I haven't finished I really 16. liked it, actually. I really, really liked it. Um, uh, yeah, I season 15 was kind of hit or miss, but this one I really enjoyed kind of all the way through. And season uh, 15 was when they went to Ireland, right? Yeah, season 15 is, is the gang goes to Ireland. Which is like fine, like it's not a, but it's just not great. Yeah, it's like okay, this is okay, I guess. But season sixteen, I was like, this is this is hitting, this is great. Uh, I need to finish it. I you it, haven't finished? I haven't finished. You're gonna love the last episode. Ah, <laughs> you're gonna love the last episode. It's a Dennis episode. You're gonna love it. Oh God, he's the. <laughs> I've heard it the whole time. Why didn't you say anything? Cause I hate you. Yeah, this is exactly. I'm from Waterloo. Vibe. This is exactly the vibe of that last episode. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna love it. Oh God. And speaking of loving it, for oh, me, no. Todd Haynes. Todd Haynes, 2023. Film. Hit film. film you know, no way to know with Netflix. Yeah. yeah. But people are talking about it. May, December. Mm-hmm. We saw it. We watched it. Sam, what did you think? Oh, I, uh, I did not like this one. Um, I thought it was kind of boring. And pointless, and uh, just not very interesting at all. And it really did not like stick with me, um, to the point where like I <laughs> so about halfway through the movie, <laughs> I suddenly noticed that Julianne Moore was doing a lisp. Yeah, 
halfway through. So I was like, why did she get a lisp all of a sudden? Did something happen? Did I miss something? Because she didn't have a lisp before. But that now she has a lisp. So what's happening? What's going on? She had a lisp. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think she did. I don't think she did for the first half of that movie. She I think it appears not. halfway through. And everyone was just like, oh, she must have just had a lisp the whole time. I don't think she had it. Because I'm an insane person. I go back to Netflix and rewatch, a, re-watch some scenes. She had it. <laughs> she, no way. She had it. She did. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to You're lying yourself. to yourself. You're lying to me. And frankly, rude. Everyone's being rude about it. So. Uh, yeah, so I. I uh, yeah, this movie was not very good. Uh, it's fine. It's an okay film, uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm i sure it will get nominated for some shit, but I don't think it should. You always have one. There's always There's one. There's always one. There's always one where it's just like, okay, this is just kind of getting nominated for no reason, and then we're just going to move on. <laughs> it's not going to win anything. Julian, neither neither Julian Moore or Nally Portman are, are delivering a good enough performance. To, and I'm not talking about them. You think Todd Haynes is going to win? I'm not talking about him. We'll get there. Okay. Um, you think the writer is going to win? <laughs> you really just completely hopped and skipped over. <laughs> what do you want? Like, it's part of the conversation. I it's can't just uh, Charles Bolton. Charles Melton? Melton. Oh, I also don't think he's going to win anything. I thought he's the the heartbeat of the movie. Okay. Uh, Yeah, this movie's not good. What did you think of this this not good movie? I quite enjoyed it. I think it's a good movie. I think good movie. Two thumbs up. Um, it's, It's my type of thing. It's that campy weird movie that is also very unsettling throughout and has left me it's personally not, shooken. <laughs> shook. It's not that weird of a movie. It's one of my favorite letterbox reviews that I've seen is someone say, you think it's all uh, soap and camp until halfway through Charles Melton. Charles Melton cracks and you realize you've been watching a horror movie the whole time. That's, that's, that's how I interpret the film, but also in so many other ways. I think it's a very just interesting movie. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. That was quite good. Yay. Yay. Um, you want to hop into this cast? Take a deep, deep plug. Do you want to talk about three people? Yeah, we can do that. Three? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I liked everyone. I thought everyone was good in this movie. But everyone's fine. Everyone's totally fine. Nothing great. Nothing bad. Just fine. Well, I didn't love Charles Melton, but that, but whatever. 
Um, what did you not like about fine. Charles Melton's performance? It just felt so... Like, I guess this is a choice, but it just... But even in the scene where he kind of is freaking out, he's still very, like, monotone. Mm-hmm. almost Like, not monotone, but, like, monotone. Like, it's very flat. It's a very flat performance. That's just, like... He's just kind of there doing his thing. And yes, he's clearly, you know, been abused and has and tricked himself into thinking that this is okay. And he's still getting abused and that's bad and scary. But it's just like, he, he doesn't seem, even in the one, the two scenes where he kind of breaks, it's just kind of like, he's still not that different of a guy right now. You know? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I. Okay. What were you gonna say? No, that's it. I. I just didn't like it. What about you? I felt his performance was just. It was all just very subtle. I appreciate the subtlety of his performance. Like, who's it? Who's his? Who are his peers? I don't know. Lucas Hedges. <laughs> I like Lucas Hedges. I don't think. I think, like, he wouldn't be able to elevate this this material the way Charles has. I think. Oh, hold on. Elevate the material. Yeah. Is a bold yeah. I'm statement. coming in. Where is it? Is a Where bold is statement. Oh, there's the scarf. Put on the scarf. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Um, that's a bold, bold statement. Elevate the material is an insane thing to say. Why? Why so? Because he's not elevating anything, and the material is not very good in the first place. I have quite a fun time with. I think this movie is very well written. Okay. Uh, I think it is played with a lot of complex ideas and the amount of like camp that is in the movie. I think that's a hard line to walk and I think it walks it well. I don't think it, I don't think it, this movie is doing much of anything very well. It's been a while since we've like completely. <laughs> I just, it's not that I like hate this movie. I'm not like. This isn't a new, our new mother or anything. Yeah. You feel nothing. But it's it's just like it's just not very good and I don't see why people like it. Like I just I was watching it and I was and by the end of it I like looked at Letterbox and I was like these people are giving it like 4 to 5 stars. What's happening? Did we watch the same movie? Like I was just confused cuz I was like this movie is not very interesting. All of the like cool story stuff I think happened 20 years ago in this movie. And what do now you it's mean just by like, that? I, I'm just confused. What do you mean by that? I think the story of it actually happening would have been way more interesting than the story of it happening 20 years ago. And nothing really coming of it. Like, it's not like... Things haven't really fundamentally changed for these people by the end of this movie. Yeah. 
that's not that makes for a bad hey that makes for a boring story that's kind of not that's kind of not great people are supposed to kind of change throughout a throughout a story instead of just be like look at these people for two hours no not exactly that's what i want look at these people look at these freaks for for two hours but then what's the point like why tell me this story like why do it? Like if that if if you're just trying people, to be like, look at these people for two hours. Let me watch. A people always try like, to play you. Keep an eye out. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think we're so like the way I think just the sad. What also spoilers uh, for the whole movie. The moment what clicked for me because I was watching the movie. While watching the movie, I was like, okay, what is this? This weird little movie. It was the moment where uh, Natalie Portman and uh, Charles Melton sleep with each other. And then he's like, I thought you liked me. What was this? What was this all about? And she was like, oh, that's that's what adults do. And it all kind of like clicked in my head, at least for me. For me, what this movie's about is just like that coldness in people in in just how unforgiving some people are julianne moore knew what she did and is okay with it she she is completely fine and content i think that is just an interesting i don't know character study isn't that what it's called i i guess i don't know man like it's just It's just, I just, I thought it was boring. Like, I just thought it was just like, this is not interesting. This isn't like, and then every time something like this movie thinks something is happening, it plays this crazy dramatic piano. And I was just like, nothing happened. You're playing a dramatic piano as if someone was just like, and I'm pregnant with your baby every time, but nothing is happening. It's just like. I went to I went to the store today. We're out of hot dogs. I was like, "What the fuck is going on, dude? Like, what? Why is this the thing? This doesn't make any sense." That part. So every like every five minutes when this fucking piano hit, I was just like, "I'm bored." Like, what's like? Nothing is. You're not making any sense. It's like, oh, thanks for coming to dinner. Dun, dun. Did it remind you of Twin Peaks? It reminded me of Twin Peaks. I guess. Not, but Twin Peaks is, is at least interesting. What did you think of Natalie Portman in this movie? You love Natalie Portman. I do love Natalie Portman. She's Natalie Portman. She's good. She's not great. Like, this isn't, you know, this isn't one of her best. Sometimes. Uh, nowhere near her worst, but, you know. Sometimes I, uh, Natalie Portman ebbs and flows with me. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, she's the best. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, she's fine. She's one of just. That's that's fair. I I just really like her. No, it was really Thor Love and Thunder that did that. (laughs) Yeah, she's bad in that movie. I was like, what? (laughs) But she's great in, like, Vox Lux. I still think about Vox Lux sometimes. She is great in that movie. And I think she's really 
good in this. It's a different Natalie Portman performance. It's a different Natalie Portman. Yeah. I even like her in Annihilation. I don't like that movie. Yeah, she is in Annihilation. <laughs> She's like the main She's part the of Annihilation. She's the main character. <laughs> well, Alex Garland is the main character. <laughs> no, he's not. Um. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I really. You, what did you, you just think? It, she was fine. She was just. She's good, mm-hmm. but no one's like great in this movie. Like, she's fine. She plays another, you know, middle-aged woman who's who's unhappy in her life, kind of, but not really. But she's still gonna be weird about it. <laughs> this is the thing that she, this is the thing that she does. Did you see that weird space movie that she did? No. Oh, Lucy in the Sky. Lucy in the Sky. Like it's just that again. You <laughs> like, saw that movie and you said it wasn't good. I was going to see good. it, and you saw it before me, and you were like, "Nah, this is trash." It's not. It's not a good movie. I'm still just interested uh, in that story because I feel like if sure. I went to space, that would be me. I feel like I'd it's, go crazy. It could be very good. It's not. Right. But it could be. <laughs> I remember hearing it about that in like high school be. when she was driving in a diaper and I was like, she saw space. She saw the whole thing. She understood yeah. it wasn't like a flat black surf. She saw the depth. She saw it. <laughs> yeah. It's a very it's a it's an interesting movie. It's not very good, uh, and it could be good, but it's just not. Man, yeah. But Vox Lux, everyone also, watch Vox Jackie. Lux. Did you see Jackie? Underrated film. I have not seen Jackie. She's I've heard great it's at good. Jackie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, shout outs, shout outs, Natalie Portman. Shout outs. Black Swan is like one of the best movies of the 2010s. Yeah, for sure. It's it's great. Um, Julianne Moore. Oh, Julianne Moore. Do you like Julianne Moore? I like Julianne Moore. I want to love Julianne Moore, but I just can't. (laughs) Just doesn't ever get there for me. What are some other things you've seen? Uh, Gloria Bell, Kingsman. Who is she in Kingsman? She's in Kingsman Golden Circle. Oh. Oh, she's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's in, like, Don John. Yeah. She's in, like, a bunch of stuff. Like, I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, and I've always been like, yeah, Julianne Moore. Oh, Evolution? That's probably where I... That's where I really liked it. Uh, you seen Evolution? No. It's a movie from 2001 with David Duchovny. I think I know the poster. Yeah, with the smiley face with the three eyes. Yes, yes. I exactly yeah. know the poster. This, I don't know if... I, I don't know if this movie holds up. But I loved this movie when I was a kid. <laughs> I thought this movie was great when I was a kid. Yeah, David Duchovny, Orlando Jones, Julianne Moore, and Sean William Scott. Oh, okay. in a weird sci-fi comedy from two thousand and one. 
I should rewatch this movie. I don't know if it holds up at all. You should add it to the watch list. But I, but I did, I did love this movie when I was a kid. It's directed by Ivan Reitman. Okay. Yeah. So, like, there, you know, there's stuff. <laughs> but I have no idea if this holds up at all. I walked by by Blockbuster, and I was afraid it was a horror movie, so I didn't pick it up. <laughs> with the with the with the bright yellow smiley face, with three eyes, yeah. And you were like, off-putting oh, to a six-year-old. This movie is going to be a horror. Film. Yes, off-putting to a six-year-old. Okay. Um. But yeah, I so I like Julie. I like Julianne Moore. I really like her in Gloria Bell. I I. Um. Yeah, I've seen her in a in a bunch of stuff. I really want to watch that movie she did with what's his with what's his nuts when he finished saving the world. The movie, the Jesse Eisenberg movie. Oh yes, me too. I want to watch this. And she's great in Thirty Rock. I'm a big fan of her her uh, stint in Thirty Rock. Great. Yeah, I'm a big fan uh, of Julianne Moore. I think she's great, great. in this movie. I think she is doing like one of her potentially most iconic roles. I feel like when we when it's all said and done, this might be one of her roles that people are like, "Yeah, May December, she's great." You're probably right. Are we really in love as much as we say we are? Are we really in love as much as we say we are? Are we really in love as much as we say we are? She said it like 12 times. It was like, what the fuck is happening? Man, what a trippy Bad movie. movie. What a trippy movie. Bad, bad movie. <laughs> um the director. But then it's like, but then it's like, we're out of we're out of beer. Dun That's fucking insane. I'm liking this movie less and less the more we talk about Dang. it. Dang. I was really hoping to, to get you back. It's just like, it's just kind of, I don't understand why anyone likes this movie. I really don't see it. I just don't. I'm sorry. Can I ask you something you about related the... to the podcast? Yeah, sure. Always. Let's Are you watching Doctor else, Who? Please. Uh, no, I have not. Um, uh, because I haven't watched... Doctor Who in years, so I don't know kind of what's going on. David Ted is back. Yeah, but I, I it, Doctor Who is one of those shows that like has become very like Tumblr self-referential and like very cyclical in like oh you kind of have to know what's going on in order to get the like big thing that happens most of the time. Yeah. Especially with Russell T. Davies coming back, like he—he—that's a thing that he does a lot as a writer. So I've been wanting to rewatch it and get all caught up. Would you start? So from I can see Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah, I would start yeah. from Eccleston, but it's not available in Canada, so I gotta figure out what how to watch it. Yeah, it's like just doesn't exist. Like any Doctor Who stuff just doesn't exist, except for the new stuff, which is on Disney Plus for some reason. Yeah. But it's very weird. Because you've, you've seen all of Doctor Who. Well, not all, as we've just said, but the no, old no, no. Doctor Who and up to what, yeah. when Matt Smith left? Halfway I, through Peter Capaldi? Yeah, I watched, 
I kind of gave it, I stopped giving a shit during Matt Smith. Um, so I don't think I saw. No, I did. Cause I want, cause I wanted to see what Peter Capaldi did. So yeah, I've watched up to Peter Capaldi and I watched a good chunk of Peter Capaldi, but then they did something that I really got upset about. I remember. I stopped watching. So that will still be hard for me to get through. You betrayed me! <laughs> it's it's bad. It's rude that they did it, honestly. I don't think they should have done it. Uh, spoilers for Doctor Who, but after the Master dies, and it's like a very big part of David Tennant's story as the Doctor, and then they just bring him back like it's nothing. Like, But it's such an important moment when the Master dies. Like That is such a big moment for the Doctor, like for the character of the Doctor, to finally be the last Time Lord. To finally, for re- like he thought forever that he was, found out that he's not, and then, and then the only other one dies, and it's like a it's like a pointed moment, and it's a very lovely moment. It's a very heartbreaking moment. It's a good scene where the master is dying, and the doctor is like begging him to regenerate, like Man, crying, remember watching begging. that for the first time. Man. It's amazing. Man. It's so good. Man, like I gotta watch him. Doctor Who begging, now. You're talking begging. me into it. You're, you're yeah, talking dude. me into it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, he's begging him to regenerate, and the Master goes like, no, I won't. Like, you're finally gonna be alone. But then the rest of David Tennant's time as the Doctor in these, in the, like, three or four, like, special um, episode, like, arcs that they did, um, is him realizing that he... He is the last Time Lord, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants now. If he wants to save somebody, he can't. Like, he doesn't have to subscribe to these rules that exist mm-hmm. anymore, because he's the only one who could who could get upset with him, and he wants to save this person, so he's going to, because now he can. Yeah. And I think that is such a powerful thing for the character of the Doctor to go through, that they then completely go back on by bringing the Master back, and I think it's I think it's a very poor choice. Um, so that's when I stopped watching when they brought the master back, but now I got to watch through all of it again. So I got the good stuff. I'll get the bad stuff and then I'll get back to hopefully good, cool stuff. Yeah. I keep, I keep saying it. Uh, cause I, who's the new doctor who, what's his name? Nkudigatwa. Say again. Nkudigatwa. Say it one more time. <laughs> Nkuti Gatwa. Kitty Gatwa. Yeah, N C U T I space G A T W A. I think is how you spell his name. Nkuti Gatwa. And I don't know if I'm saying his first name correctly because it's a it's a it's a uh I think the I think the N C sound is making a sound that I don't know if I can make. Oh, okay. Phonetically, like, it, or I could make it, but I don't know how to make that sound properly. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm saying it a little bit wrong. <laughs> yes. Um, I want to watch him. I want to see that. I want to see him too. Yeah. I ain't got time to go back through twenty years of Doctor Who. <laughs> I I don't, but I will. But you will. But you will, because yeah, you got. But I will. You got that Doctor Who dog in you. I. You know what I do. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, 
yeah. Ooh. Uh, you want to talk about the writers or the director? Please, let's talk about the writers. I'm curious what they've done before this. Uh, so, story by uh, Alex Mechanic and Sammy Birch. Sammy Birch also did the screenplay. Um, ba ba ba. Um, this is the only writing credit that Alex Mechanic has. It looks like. Wow. Oh, sorry. No, he has two other ones. They're both shorts. There's one called Crown Prince in 2017 and All You Can Eat in 2013. Um, don't know anything about those. He's mainly in, uh, an editor. Okay. Uh, so he's done editing for a lot of stuff. Um, also a lot of stuff I've never heard of. So don't know this guy. Um, Sammy Birch is also main is mainly a casting director. Oh! Who also wrote All You Can Eat and Crown Prince and wrote this another short called Bev that Alex Mechanic it says uh, edited and then they got this so they've had this story must must be for a while I guess oh and Sammy Birch worked on <laughs> Sammy Birch was the writer on a uh, heartbreaking film uh, Coyote vs. Acme ugh I hope that movie comes out. It won't. I hope it does. Even if it's not uh, good, I just hope it comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so these people have... The, I mean, I guess that makes sense as to why this movie is, is so bad. Because uh, they haven't written anything before. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sorry, pals. This movie is not good. I uh, I hope they win the Oscar. <laughs> Who is this? Original? Oh, Jesus. They definitely won't. <laughs> original? Who they uh, I think so. It doesn't say it's... A, uh, I don't see it's adapted from a book or anything. Yeah, so Barbie's adapted. Oppenheimer's adapted. Killers is adapted. The Killers the, original. <laughs> the Killers... What the killer's original? Or no, is that from something no. David Fincher? No, the killer. The killer is adapted. Oh, is it? Past yeah. lives. That might get you. Past lives is gonna do it. Actually, actually, past lives is gonna win. Past lives sweep, baby. God, I yeah, I think this is a very well written movie. I think this is. Uh... I it's. Okay, I think me saying it's a badly written movie, I think, is a stretch. I think it's a perfectly fine written movie. It's not great, it's but it's not, like, bad, bad. I think more of my problems come from Todd Haynes than they do from the writing. Ooh. What Todd Haynes movies have you seen? I think I've only seen one. I've seen May, December. Oh, okay. I've seen Carol and May, December. Yeah, neither of us saw Dark Waters, huh? Duh. I missed it. 
It was on my list, but I missed it. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Do you do Spotlight? Uh, no. Okay. Dang. He did. Uh, he did the Velvet Underground a couple of years ago. Dark Waters, Wonderstruck, Carol. Uh, I'm not there. Far from Heaven, Velvet Goldmine, Safe. Poison. Poison? Yeah. So I have seen I'm Not There and I have seen Wonderstruck. Then you've seen three. Then you've seen, and, and Carol. And so Carol. you've seen Carol, Wonderstruck, I'm Not There, and May, December. I've seen May, December. I think you would really like Carol. <laughs> okay. What's that? Uh, it's Kate Blanchett and Rudy Mara. Ooh. That's interesting. I like them a lot. Yeah. Kyle Chandler? Hell yeah. Yeah, and Kyle Chandler's in that. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I really enjoy his direction. I think he's quite good. I think he's quite good in the other things I've seen, and I think he's quite good in this. I think it's... Bah, bah. Yeah. What did did you not like? like You said a lot of your issues come from him. I think all the stylistic choices are are his. Like, the lighting is very flat and boring. The camera is very boring. (laughs) It's just like, it's not, it doesn't look like a very interesting film. Um... And I think the campiness of it, I also just, that feels like a stylistic choice rather than a script choice. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I don't like it. As I've, as I've stated before, I don't like it. <laughs> it's not for me. Yeah. Uh, do you like, and I just think the movie is kind of just boring. Do you like campy stuff? Are you, are you I a don't, fan of camp? I don't think so. I've never really vibed with it. Mm-hmm. Have I watched a lot? Also, no. But I've never vibed with it, nor have I necessarily understood it all the time. It's one of the, one of the, it's one of those things. This is this is a real fact. It's one of those things that people say. It's like, oh, it's so camp. And I go, yeah, <laughs> to- totally, 100%. I get it. I'm with you. Try to see if I- So, I don't know. Are you a camp person? I enjoy a campy thing. I feel like it falls under, uh, what do you say? My maximalist, uh tendencies oh yeah that makes sense of making things just very silly i'm fine with silly and and these big like kelly showed me a movie hand rocks the cradle also with julianne moore in it it's the weirdest (laughs) movie in the world 
it's just weird. It's about this woman who was sexually assaulted by her gynecologist, and then she ruins his career, and then he kills himself, and then his wife also has a baby, but the baby dies. So that wife is now an undercover nanny for the woman who ruined her husband's life to try to steal her baby. It's wild. <laughs> who thinks of this stuff? Is that camp? The way the movie is, it's all very or is silly. It just weird. It's okay. all very silly. The just inherently the way the movie is is silly. Tongue in cheek, a little, a little self aware. Not too much, but just a little. I still don't think I get it. <laughs> I still don't think I get it. Like. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. It just this movie doesn't do it. Other things that I think people have been like, that's so camp. I go, okay. I never really enjoy it. So I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry I can't express No, no, you're fine. I feel more clearly. <laughs> that's the show. What? Yeah. What so what is it about the like overly dramatic piano hits and the and the boring performances that are like doing it for you in this movie like i just i'm just i really don't understand why people like this movie so much even you talking about it now i'm just like that doesn't make any sense like so can you please explain a little bit what's what what it is about this like you've said like the horror movie switch and the blah 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 and i'm like okay I I think I see it, but I just don't get why that's, like, intriguing you so much to give it, like, four and a half stars on Letterboxd. I just, I like what the movie is, like, trying to do, this weird, modern take on one of these, like, movies that were came out in the 80s and 90s all the time. But it's a modern take, and it's not like a throwback movie, a nostalgia movie. It's still something new that exists right now in our time. But it is just a weird movie. I loved how much it was weird and how weird it was willing to be. And It's not that... What part of it... What? Just genuinely, what part of this movie is weird? Because it's just a just, it just seems like a couple deal. people just like talking to each other and like and hanging out, and then a piano hits, and then you're like, and okay. Also, the just the fact that she had sex and had his babies, and he was 13 years old, and all the ramifications of their lives. That's not weird. That's just fucked up. Yeah, that's that's just like bad. That's just like actively horrible. Yeah. That's not and They weird. just had to live through it. They just had to go to Arby's and run into each other's family. Like that's just it's 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 cringy what like it's 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 just sad. Like yeah. it's not weird. It's just like this is just a horrible life for all of these people. <laughs> 
Why are you nodding? Because like, I agree like, with you. Like, but I enjoy it. <laughs> That's the thing. I agree with you, but I like it. <laughs> that is... But I just don't... Like, you keep calling this a weird movie, and I'm just like, what part of this movie is weird? None of this None of this movie I would categorize as weird other than the, other than the piano hits, which are just... <laughs> Just out of the blue. Those are just fun. I wouldn't call them weird. Those are just fun. Those are good. Okay. Good well, piano uh, hits for for people who want to wiggle in their seat. <laughs> good piano hits for for when people want to wiggle in their seat. Yes, is, is wild. <laughs> it is. It's a tragedy. It's, and I think that's what makes this movie so striking to me is that it does play with this sad story and it's about this actress trying to recreate this person's life and she also has her weird baggage that comes in with this movie and then leaves this poor guy's just whole life and innocence out of it they both do there's something so just tragic a Shakespearean tragedy it's not a Shakespearean tragedy. Come on. Come on now. I dig it. I just... I just don't see it. I just don't. And that's fine. <laughs> okay. You're just going to be mad all this award season. Yeah. I am. It's just because there's, like, there's so many other movies that are so much better than this piece of garbage. Like, there's just so many movies that came out this year that are so good that May December is going to take their spot. And I'm just like, why? Like, oh, my God. It's just frustrating. It's just frustrating to be like, this movie is bad. I don't see what it is anybody else is It is a frustrating position to be in. I've been there so many and times. Then, and then it just gets a bunch of award. Like if it wins Oscars, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck? Who who is saying? Th- who is letting this happen?" And I'm paying people off. I'm like thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, it. I appreciate it. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Re May December. Um, I have a thing off topic that I want to ask you about. But I really enjoy this movie. I hope other people see it. I'm curious to see what other people think of it. Um, there are, I, you're not alone people. I feel like this movie might be, uh, divisive. It's not that divisive. It's got like a average four, I think on letterbox. Does it? Uh, but there are high fours and there are low fours. That's true. Average 3.9 on letterbox. So. But I quite enjoyed it. I'm curious to hear what just other people say. One of my coworkers have watched it three times. They love it. They love it more than I do. Jesus. That's crazy. Um, I don't like it. Don't watch it. It's not good. Uh, but Andrew, my friend. Yes. Have you heard of... Cine to Nerdle. No. You would like this cool little website. Um, 
So I don't know if you would like the main part of the website. It's like a weird puzzle website, like a Wordle, but for but like for movie trivia kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's more like you have to like move, you have to like line stuff up and 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 do more of a puzzle thing. Yeah. But they just released um something that was in beta and it it will it looks like it's coming back out uh, a week from today. Um, is Cinnerdle Battle, where you go head to head with somebody else. You can, it can be a friend or a random person, and basically it gives you a movie, and then you have to type in another movie with an actor that's in the first movie. Okay. And then your opponent has to name another movie that has a, that also shares an actor. But you can only ever do the same actor three times in a row. So, like, if it's Get Out, you could it would be Get Out to another like Daniel Kaluuya movie. Let's say Nope, right? So that's one. Yeah. And then you could say uh, Widows. That's two. And then you could say another. Um, but that's four movies. But but it's but it start like if the game starts with Get Out, you have three Daniel Kaluuya movies. So you say no. But then you have to Widows and uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> but then you can't say another movie where the only connection is Daniel Kaluuya. You okay. have to choose a new actor to move on from. But you can do that anytime. You can always move off of whatever whatever. So you can go um, Nope, and then uh, Minari. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it would be like, okay, Stephen Young. And then Stephen One would be at one. Right? Okay. And then you could kind of keep going like that. Um, and you get like little lifelines. Like you can have like a time extender or there's like a skip or a look at the, you get a like brief little cast list. Um, and so it's just like testing movie knowledge. Yeah. Back and forth. And it's just kind of fun. And I thought you would like it. And what is it called? Cine to Nerdle. Cine. Can you send me the link? Yeah, I'll send yeah, it. Yeah, all right. New game. Or Cine Nerdle is also the, is also, you could probably just look that up. Cine Nerdle. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. I like the, I like the puzzles, like the puzzles that are on the, on the, like the, it's like Wordle, like every day there's new puzzles to do. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, it's a it's a cool time. And that's that's what I got for you. Well, I'll try it out. To, yeah, I thought I thought you would like it. Um, my name is Sam Banigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning in to the pod. Uh, this, this welcome back. Thanks so much. You did it. You listened to an episode. You listened to uh, a full episode. There you go. He has a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media at Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you can follow us on all those different things. Uh, you can uh, find the links to everything on our link tree. It's link tree slash Welcome Back Pod. Um, 
Uh, that's going to find all the social medias. That's going to find all the podcatchers. So you can like us, follow us, subscribe to us, like the podcast, review the podcast, like the track, review the track, whatever it is on all the different podcatchers catchers out there. Helps out the show a whole lot algorithmically. Uh, but the absolute best way, obviously, Andrew will tell you. Listen, we all research roles sometimes. And uh, you got to make sure when you're researching the roles, you know, different uh-huh. roles. We all play roles in our lives. Uh, tell your friends when you're researching a role. Never, You never want to go too too far down a rabbit hole. <laughs> and that is what that friend is there for. And while you two are accounting, yeah, for each other, talk about Welcome Back Podcast. That's what we're here for. So tell your friends about us is the best way to do it. Have you heard about <laughs> our Speaker of the House? He has an accountability partner for uh, porn searches. So whenever they're on their phone, it's like it's to stop watching porn. And if you're on uh, your phone and you're like about to type in some porn, it goes to your accountability partner for them to be like, hey, don't do it. Don't do it. Come on, be stronger. Our Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, has this with his son. What? Yep. <laughs> what are you? Wait, hold on. Hold, yep. on. hold on. Hold on. It's as confusing as it sounds. So on his phone, the Speaker of the House. Yes. If he starts to look at porn, yes, his son gets a text that says, "Hey, your, d- your dad's about to watch porn." Yes, and vice versa. <laughs> oh, and his and if his son starts to watch porn on his phone, his dad gets a text. Yes, and says, "Hey, your son's about to watch Hide porn. The lotion. Stop him." That's fucked up now that's a now that's a movie 